a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Fifth Seal, episode 25. I'm your host, Norm the Master's Dog Dunham, aka the Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast I do to bring prayer and awareness to our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Every year I count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch, world watch List. From January through October, the second and fourth Wednesdays of the month, I count down from 50 to number 31. Then throughout the month of November, which about 12 years ago I dubbed to be Persecuted Church Awareness Month, I count down from 30 to number 1. It is a countdown, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. You're not going crazy. Today is episode 25. Yesterday was 26. Tomorrow will be 24. And on to the end of the month when we get to number 1, which is the worst country in the world for Christians to live in based on the persecution they endure because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So, again, I just want to say thank you to everybody who has shared the videos, who has invited people to come join us, uh, whether it's the Fifth Seal page or to join the Evangelical Norm Network to subscribe on YouTube or to just grab the audio podcast. I appreciate everybody who is promoting this podcast to bring awareness and prayer to our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. And that is a little background for those of you who are new. Literally, we've had new people join in both places every day since we started Persecuted Church Awareness Month. So subscribers on YouTube is up about four or five people and members over at the Fifth Sale page in YouTube and Facebook is up about 12. So Thank you again for everybody who invites people. The more people we have to pray for our brothers and sisters, it's just a a better situation. So um, not that God hears our prayers because of more people, just that support. You know what I'm saying. So all that being said, it is Saturday, November 6th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org, International Christian Concern. A Baptist seminary in northern Myanmar was attacked by the Tatmadaw Army, the Burmese Army, on Thursday, injuring four men in the dormitory. The, Th- the Tatmadaw launched three attacks on the theological seminary in Kutkai, Shan State. The school was founded by the Kachin Baptist Convention. There was no active fighting between junta for- forces and local ethnic army groups at the time. The victims were hit by shrapnel and sustained non-life-threatening injuries. Those injured were Mayatung Doi La, 24, Ndao Ong Sand, 27, and Nukim Sut Ring Ong, 21, and Sumlut Brang San, 22. A Facebook video shared by Marip La Kwang, an ethnic Kachin Christian, showed damage caused by the shelling. Visible holes and dents could be seen on the windows, walls, and student clothing. Another video showed an injured student being escorted out for medical treatment. One local resident said this kind of attack by the military threatens the Christian Bible school and the entire Kachin nation. Quote, they hate our Kachin people so much, unquote, he told 72 Media. Quote, this is why we are being targeted and attacked. This looked like a planned shooting. My heart hurts so much. Since this happened, we Kachin people must be careful, unquote. 
Quote, the attack against this Kachin Bible school was certainly not an accident, unquote, said Gina Goh, International Christians Concern, International Christian Concerns Regional Manager for Southeast Asia. Quote, instead, the Tatmadaw deliberately targeted a Christian facility, knowing how important the faith is to the Kachin people. This despicable junta regime should not be tolerated any further by the international community and needs to be removed at once, unquote. The attack comes after an October 30th shelling that partially destroyed a Baptist church and hall in Momauk Township, Kachin State. The Tatmadaw also attacked concert goers during the Kachin Independence Organization's anniversary celebration on October 23rd, killing at least 80 and injuring hundreds. Ethnic Kachin in Myanmar has a Christian majority where more than 90% of the people adhere to the Christian faith. They also have one of the most robust militaries among the ethnic armed organizations in Myanmar, making them a constant target of the Tatmadaw. Ever since the junta mounted a coup d'etat in February 2021, the brutal military regime has continued a reign of terror against civilians with indiscriminate shelling and burning of villages, schools, and religious buildings. More than 2,400 people have been killed, and over 16,000 people have been jailed and tortured by the Tatmadaw. So, again, we just see where not only do attacks on Christians come from other religions, but many of these places, the attacks are coming from government or rebel forces, you know, all the things, all these places where government is in upheaval and so on. It just makes life uh, harder for Christians, especially when you have uh, Islamic uh, based governments and so on. So pray for our brothers and sisters in Myanmar um, pray for the men at this uh, this theological seminary. Um, pray for those who are injured, um, and just pray that God would be glorified in this whole situation. And that brings us to our World Watch list country for today, number twenty five, Turkmenistan. Uh, some basic facts: uh, region is Central Asia. Persecution type is dictatorial paranoia. The main religion is Islam. Persecution level is very high. Population of Turkmenistan is 6,117,000, of which about 67,000 are Christian, so about 10%, 1%. Uh, government is a presidential republic, and the leader is President Kurbanguli Bermidekid. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the man's last name. It's a, it, it has a lot of letters in it. Um, what does persecution look like in Turkmenistan? In Turkmenistan, persecution against Christians comes from most, part, most parts of society. The government heavily restricts religious freedom, going so far as to make it extremely difficult to print or import religious materials, while unregistered churches are most heavily targeted. Even Russian Orthodox and Armenian Apostolic churches are monitored by authorities. In addition to official pressure, Christians who have converted from Islam are also pressured by their families and their communities. Some Christian converts are even in the victims of violent are even the victims of violence, all in all, all in an effort to try to coerce new believers into renouncing their faith in Jesus. What has changed this year? Not much has changed in Turkmenistan, though it fell slightly in the rankings. Turkmenistan has continued to function as if the COVID-19 pandemic does not exist. This is another area where the authoritarian system of government has operated outside of reality and the care of its people. Similarly, the country continues to treat religious freedoms as optional, making it extremely difficult to follow Jesus in Turkmenistan. 
The government cracks down on anything it perceives might be a threat to its rule, including expressions of Christianity that leaders feel they can't control. Christians who converted from Islam continue to experience significant pressure from family and society, and most of the reports of violence against Christians have stemmed from that reality. Church leaders in Turkmenistan are especially targeted for persecution. Muslims consider them primarily responsible for leading people away from Islam and attack those they deem to be most active evangelistically. The government sees leaders as primary targets to control Christian activities. All Christian experience some level of rights violations, but Christian converts from Islam are certainly the most impacted by direct violence. Additionally, persecution is worse outside of urban areas, though the government's persecution extends into every corner of Turkmenistan. Ways to pray for Turkmenistan. Uh, in Turkmenistan, pastoring a church can lead to being targeted for monitoring or detainment. Pray for church leaders who are imprisoned or arrested because of their faith. Pray they would be able to stand strong and return to lead their communities through pain, through the pain of persecution. Ask God to reach the hearts of Turkmenistan authorities. The president acts as a dictator and his rule stretches over every part of, the, of Turkmenistan society. Pray that Christians would be able to reach out freely and that their lives would show the truth of the gospel. Pray for Open Doors partners in the entire Central Asian region. Pray for work among the Muslim-majority areas, that Christians would be strengthened with the knowledge that they are part of a global church and not on their own. Let's pray. Father, thank you again that we have this time to come together to, to lift up our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in you. We praise you that we have um, the ability to continue to use YouTube, Facebook, and other social media platforms to come together across vast distances and even across the span of time, as many people will be even days from now watching this video and joining their voices with us as we pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. Lord, we lift up our brothers and sisters in the Kachin State in Myanmar, Lord, where, where Christians are targeted um, by the Tatmadaw forces and by government. Lord, we pray that you would strengthen their faith for those who are injured in this latest attack. I pray that you bring healing to their bodies and, and strengthen their faith and help them to stand firm in their belief in the gospel of Jesus Christ. That they know that it's not about a better life now, but it's about salvation and the, um, being saved from their sins and from um, eternal damnation and they are given uh, eternal salvation in you Lord so we thank you for that we pray that you would use the witness of these men and the Christians throughout this area to draw others to yourself um, in repentance and faith Lord we pray for our brothers and sisters in Turkmenistan especially those leaders who are monitored by the government those who have been detained or incarcerated father we pray that again that even in the, in the time that they are um, incarcerated Lord, that they would be in their word, that you would bring, if they have no Bible to, to read, that you would bring Bible verses to mind, that they could continue to to uh, meditate on your word day and night, and that they could be um, strengthened in that, and that as they are released, that they can return to their, their communities and to their churches and uh, disciple the people there and raise up more and more leaders in this area, Lord. Um, we pray that your gospel would be preached, that they would be bold in proclaiming the gospel, and that you would use that to draw others to repentance and faith. Even uh, government authorities, Lord, we pray that you would turn their hearts, that those who are in authority in the government, that they would come to salvation. Lord, that this president who acts as a dictator, that you would turn his heart. The word says that you turn the hearts of kings. Um, we pray that you would do that with this, uh, this president there. 
And we pray that the, uh, the Christians would be bold in proclaiming the gospel and that you would use that to draw others to yourself. And we do pray for all Open Doors and all the other parachurch groups that are in this area, that are working with persecuted people, that are bringing in the gospel, that are bringing in uh, food and help and whatever it is that they are, are you're, you've called them to do, but in ultimately that the gospel would be proclaimed, that, that people would... Uh, that are already Christians would be strengthened in their faith and that you would use the proclamation of the gospel to draw others to be uh, to repentance and faith in you. And again, God, we pray that, that you are glorified in all these things because it is for your glory and in your name that we pray these things, Jesus. Amen and amen. Thank you again. Thank you, everybody, for taking time out to join me 10 to 15 minutes a day throughout the rest of this month. And then next year, twice a month and then throughout the month of November, 10 to 15 minutes a day to join together to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. If you haven't already, join the Fifth Seal page on Facebook. Uh, subscribe to the Evangelical Norm Network on YouTube. Or if you don't have time to sit and watch a video, go to wherever it is you get your audio podcasts. Amazon, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora. You name it. If you can download an audio podcast, the Fifth Seal is probably there. Just search for it. Download it, put it in your earbuds, take us with you as we pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words, they're necessary. And until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.